Hello and welcome to the Her Sports Show. I'm your host, Jessica Gardner. Joining me today is Jenny Kavanagh, who plays for the Irish women's American flag football team. Jenny shares with us how she got involved in American flag football, giving us insight into the sport's growing interest amongst women in Ireland and chatting about the upcoming European flag football championships. Let's get into it. We're going to start off with something really random. (laughs) Share one fun fact about yourself. Um, I mean, usually my fun fact is that I play flag football. (laughs) (laughs) What would be another fun fact? Um, That um, I did a doctorate in skill acquisition. Okay. Yeah. Please elaborate. I don't know what that Um, is. (laughs) So I looked at how children learn to ride bikes. So like worked with three to five-year-olds. Um, so skill acquisition is just how we learn skills yeah. um, in sport. Yeah, so I would have done sports science originally. So would have had a lot of like three to five-year-olds on balance bikes and stabilizers, them falling over and me just trying to see <laughs> what attributes went towards them then learning to ride a bike, yeah. Did you have a lot of tears? You know what? <laughs> I had less than you would think I would have okay. had. I think kids are a lot more brave than you give people give credit for. Yeah, yeah but no, we had a few. We had a few, yeah. <laughs> that's very We had a teddy bear as a mascot that was generally their comfort, so yeah. it really worked well, yeah. Oh, that's cute. Um, and then, will you be going to watch Taylor Swift or Coldplay? Neither. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, not... I Actually, I, I do really like Coldplay, but I couldn't be dealing with the chaos that everyone else has been involved in. <laughs> Um, and then Taylor Swift wouldn't be a massive fan. So again, wasn't uh, wasn't too bothered by that chaos. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then another very random thing. So do you have a specific way in which you wear your hair when you're playing any sport? Yeah, so training and like generally games, I always just have it tied up in a ponytail. But then for like intense games, for whatever reason, it's either plaited like in a two plaits or one back. I think especially in wind I just don't like getting any chance of anything being in my face um and then if my hair is long like smacking me anything like that I tend to put it back in a plot yeah okay interesting because like I know even now for the FIFA World Cup I've been seeing some very nice hairstyles yeah I've been taking note of as well because I know some athletes are quite like particular about how Mm -hmm. they wear their hair I read a research paper before that said that like girls in changing rooms doing each other's hair is like really positive towards their performance that is super interesting. Yeah, so I was like, well, if anyone wants to plait their hair before, apparently it's just a bonding thing. Yeah. So it gets you thinking about not the game and like things like that, yeah. Okay. Wow, yeah. that's very interesting. Um, maybe I should... So I just joined a club recently, a hockey club. So oh, maybe yeah. I should encourage yeah. whatever team I make. Come yeah, on, guys. Yeah, let's go do our hair. Let me like, come on. <laughs> yeah. We'll all sit in one row. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is really interesting, yeah. Okay, so um, Jenny, growing up, um, did you play mini sports? or? Um, yeah, so I didn't engage, or I didn't play rather in like organized team sports until about the age of nine or ten when it came into school I would have danced and been involved in a lot of like free play before I definitely would have had a ball in hand but mm. team sports was about the age of yeah nine I think um but from that point on I was like absolutely obsessed um I would have played like throughout teenage years in secondary school like basketball hockey badminton athletics sprinkle of soccer I was very bad at soccer but <laughs> we tried it more for social um so pretty much any sport that was like offered to me I wanted to play Um, dropped out of most of them at the age of 16 then but continued basketball so that's kind of been my consistent sport throughout life I still Mm. play that now and I coach and everything Um, and then in adult then I would have again so consistently playing basketball but have socially played like tag rugby Mm. I tried rugby for a season 
um, and enjoyed it. And then flag football being the most recent sport that I've kind of picked up, yeah. Okay. And would you say, um, so did your parents encourage you to play sport or was it something you gave one thing a try and then you just wanted to try <laughs> all of them? Yeah, it's interesting because both my parents are actually were very involved in sport. Okay. Um, but I would they didn't encourage us so much when we were really young. Um, but would have encouraged it. Like, as again, I say organized sport. I think it would be it would be unjust to say they didn't like encourage sport because we would have been constantly in the garden with, you know, climbing trees or throwing balls around. Um, but once I was involved in sport, I mean, like my mom was basically a taxi driver for she had four kids. <laughs> so um, like she at that point was incredibly encouraging, right? Yeah. Like at no point did she discourage it. Yeah. Um, but I wouldn't have said it was something that like from the age of four, I was put into an academy anywhere and mm-hmm. pushed into no. Yeah, and was it the same for your siblings as well? Are they also quite sporty? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have two older brothers and a younger sister. Um, my younger sister wouldn't be, she wouldn't be very competitive, so she prefers like individual mm. kind of things um, and not in organized. My two brothers would have been, yeah, went to a lot of sport as well. Interesting. Yeah. And also, um, so you dropped out of a lot of sports, sports at 16. Mm-hmm. Um, what was the reasoning behind that? Um, I felt, I think I felt like I thought I didn't have the time maybe um social life kind of comes into it it's probably the stereotypical reason every girl thinks yeah. they should like drop out at that point right um yeah social life came more in I thought that I should prioritize that over it because mm. I was you know tended to nearly all my hours at sport up to that point um I also my two main sports then would have been hockey and basketball and I was actually told by a hockey coach that I couldn't do both so oh, okay. that was a big thing like that I would have played the two of them definitely mm. I think like I wouldn't have necessarily been leaning towards one or the other but because that coach said it my basketball coach wasn't and was very encouraging I was like eh, I'm gonna go stick with basketball like I don't want to be involved yeah. in that you know um so which I looking back you're like that was just such a wrong move like you absolutely being involved in multiple sports yeah. always helps all of the sports you played you know yeah yeah um, and look, and thinking back now as well, do you maybe even have like a rough idea of why that coach would have said you can't do both? I think it was a commitment thing, right? Okay. I think she was just really serious and wanted all her players at every yeah. like training session and game, whereas I would have always prioritized a game over training. So mm. games, I would have missed training sessions. And then her thing is I can't hold you to a different standard, let's say, than a different player by saying if you're not at every training session, you don't make, you don't make the A-team. Um, like my opinion on that would have been but you're still kind of training in sport so Mm. it's not like I'm ditching it for a bad reason but look it was the reason given at the time so yeah okay yeah um and now you play American flag football as well and you're the captain of the South Dublin Panthers um but before getting into that um a bit more let's just chat a bit about flag football so can you please explain what it is yeah no one knows what it is (laughs) everyone still thinks I play tag rugby um yeah so it's a modified format of American football um probably hard to explain exactly what it is unless you have any idea of American football but Mm -hmm. given let's say just some idea of it I think most people know a little bit um the modified the main modification being it's non-tackling so you tackle by flagging so similar to but you would say tagging and tag rugby. So just removing one of the two flags that are on a player. Um, and that counts as the same as a tackle would in the game. The other big difference is that it's only five a side. So mm-hmm. it's a smaller pitch and everything. Um, you have five offense versus five defense. The positions that come across would be the quarterback, of course. Um, and then there's a center who would snap to the quarterback and then three receivers on offense. So they'd be the ones who would run prescribed routes, get the ball and go basically for a touchdown. Um, and then on defense, you just have five defensive players who are obviously trying to stop that advance of the ball. 
Um, okay. Yeah, this it's obviously a lot more complicated than that, <laughs> but I think that's a rough, yeah, rough idea. No, that that was actually <laughs> helpful. Yeah. Um, so, how long is a game generally? It's twenty minutes a half. Okay. Yeah, but and that can be changed. Like that will be how our all our league standards will be and the national. Um, but you will have blitz days where we could do like a fifteen minute half running clock and things like that. Like you can really change it around to what the requirements are on the day you know mm, yeah yeah and because it's only um so there's only five who are mm-hmm. um, per team would you say that um a lot of people who come into the sport like they are you sort of get a designated position or is it more so that you should have an idea of every single role on the field you probably end up having like one or two positions what's different I suppose in American football in general and then that translates to flag is that there tends to be an offense and a defense team Mm, on each team so you don't well and I say this but obviously in Ireland being a smaller sport like people tend to play both sides of the ball and but at like a higher level you would have only one one side of the ball um, and within that have a position but I say that lightly because in our club structures now, like you can kind of play where you want to play. You won't be put in one position from the start and only mm-hmm. expected to be there. Like you'll, wherever you kind of want to play at best, you'll play besides maybe quarterback. That is a very specific set of skills. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So most people won't be able to just jump into that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then could you also maybe share like, what are the similarities um, between flag football and um, tag rugby? Um, I guess the only similarity really would be the tagging. So mm. the, they call it tagging, we call it flagging, but that's pretty much the exact same, to be yeah. honest. Like our belts are slightly different and that I think in tag rugby, it's Velcro from my memory of it or the game when I played it, it was anyway. Um, whereas ours are like kind of popped in plastic, I don't know. But it, that's the exact same idea. When you do that, it counts as a yeah. game stop um, okay. from that point. Other than that though, it's it's not the same at all really because yeah and rugby the ball go backwards we have Mm. only one forward pass um but I suppose like similar to most team sports like the evasion side of it's the the exact same right like the skills from every sport that I would say translate across yeah okay awesome and so what led you to take up flag football um yeah good question because again most people don't even know it exists I didn't before I was asked um so a good friend of mine Emma she was the psychologist with the American football team in South Dublin Panthers in the club and so that would be the kitted team that we're tackling at the time and the club in general were just like looking to get females involved in the sport and felt flag being the more appropriate place for that um because it's a mixed league and they she basically just said, would you come down and try it? Because I think the thinking at the time was it was really difficult to get women to start when there was no women on the team because mm. it would just be the perception of it being intimidating. Like, it's not intimidating, but I would mm. understand why you would think that. Um, so she was like, will you just come down? You might encourage more females and then like you can just drop out again if you don't like it. So that was kind of the plan at the start and then I just fell in love with it, so I haven't <laughs> left. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And like, would you say you also maybe had like... Um your own sort of idea of, of what it might have been like um because I, I assume also like I know for me if I watch I don't really watch like American football but like what I've seen from it it looks like really physical and there's also that I think that contact element mm-hmm. really puts a lot of people off um and even though flag football is not a contact sport necessarily um did you maybe have any fears like that beforehand um no I knew it wasn't going to be I knew it was going to be very similar contact wise like I know sports when they say non-contact there's a little bit of contact yeah. but I figured basketball like rug, tag rugby would be very similar like level um and if anything I would say there's probably less chance of of injury from contact mm-hmm. than those sports I would say 
Um, so no, I, to be honest, I knew nothing about the sport. I didn't watch American football. <laughs> so I kind of didn't know what to expect. I was nearly doing it as a favor at, at yeah. the very beginning. And I do, sorry, I say that. I also love trying new sports and I always okay. have. Yeah. So it was not like, it was an easy yes, mm-hmm. but I was doing it to be like, all right, yeah, I'll give it a go and see what it's like. Um, I can't say I had any kind of perceptions of what it was going to be like, to be honest. Mm. Um, something that was surprising to me when I first went down was because it was, I was going to be the only female there. Um, I, I didn't bother me, but I was like hesitant to the fact that it might be just kind of very male ego oriented. Mm. Um, and I was very pleasantly surprised that it wasn't like okay. at all, really. Um, I thought there was like a really nice mix of not seeing me as being any different, mm. but also being aware that I was yeah. a female. Like, do you know, I think it was our very first preseason game. Um, we came down and we're in the field in the middle of nowhere like there are no changing facilities or bathrooms or anything Um, and one of the coaches came up and was like I've just realised that we give jerseys out before the game and you need to get changed here like do you want to keep your jersey after this do you want to go take five minutes like I'm so sorry I didn't think about that and I was like I I don't mind but it's very sound of you to have recognised that that could be awkward for me Um, but before that there wouldn't have been anything that I would have thought like they wouldn't have been like I don't know, it would have been weird that I was a girl there or anything, do you know? Yeah. yeah. That That's really encouraging to you, um, even just to know that, like, that was his concern and he actually genuinely felt like yeah. he had to Yeah, he felt really you. bad about it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then I was like, you didn't need to pre-think. How would you possibly have thought of everything yeah. in that situation, do you know? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I think also for, like, I know for myself, um, I also started pre-season recently for hockey. And when I also found out, or I also just assumed it was going to be mixed, um... I just remember thinking like, okay, so obviously if there's guys there, they're not going to pass the ball to me mm-hmm. because they're not mm-hmm. going to see me as tough or whatever. Um, but it was actually fine. Like I, I was quite surprised as well that the guys were actually including, because there were a lot of girls there as well, but they were including everyone. Um, and there wasn't that definition of like, okay, only the boys play together, only the girls play yeah. together, even though we're on mixed teams. Um, so yeah, that's really encouraging to yeah. hear. Yeah. And I, again, actually, that's an interesting point because I did think that was going to be kind of similar because... I know in like tag rugby and the likes of that sport, there's like advantages to females getting the ball and that like you get extra points and there isn't necessarily a competition rule that puts you an advantage of having a female. Um, but so it was something I was thinking being like, oh, maybe I won't get as much game time. Like, you know, but it's not like that at all. Mm. Um, yeah, no, there, if you're an athlete, you're an athlete. I don't think people perceive it any differently. Everyone's new to the sport. That's kind of a benefit of it, you know, because yeah. no one played this as a kid in Ireland. Yeah. Um, do you know, so... And then do you remember playing like your first official match with the team? How was that? It was really fun. Yeah, it was really fun. Yeah. Were you still the only girl as well? Still the only girl at that point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was, it was really fun. I wouldn't have, I think I definitely would have been subbed in. I wouldn't have started because I wanted to see what a game Mm. was like at the very beginning. But yeah, it was just, it was just great to finally get out and actually play a game and it's again it's it's just it's one of those things it's such an encouraging space so like you get your first flag and everyone's like go mad on the sideline like irregardless of gender they're going to go mad at the sideline mm-hmm. if someone you know gets their first kind of tackle and stuff like that yeah yeah, yeah. and then also if you don't mind me asking how old were you when you um started playing flag i would have been 26 26 27 yeah okay and would you say you picked up on the the rules quite quickly um or not the rules probably the basic level of rules you needed yeah. to know I'd say there's a lot of rules there's probably a rule out there that I still don't know to be mm. honest like there's loads of really niche rules yeah. um but the basic level of it yeah like I wouldn't mm. say it's a very stop start kind of mm. game um so you've time 
I guess, to figure it out. Um, and like you've time if you're on the sideline to ask someone. But the yeah, so the rules weren't weren't very difficult. I would have said to to pick up like I, other sports. I would say have a lot more complex rules mm-hmm. to go by, um, because you can just run with the ball when it's in your hands, right? Yeah. Like, there's no passing at that point. Like when you catch mm-hmm. the ball as a receiver, like you just go and it's everyone's like woo, off you go because you can't pass it again. So in that sense, you don't really need to know much else other than run, yeah. <laughs> you know, catch and run, um, or in defense just get get the flag. So it's not mm-hmm. really that at that level not that complex like to figure out yeah okay because what I also find interesting about that is I think sometimes I know for myself as well like um so I gave (laughs) I gave Camogie a try yes (laughs) (laughs) it was actually just like the team like so it wasn't formal at all but I remember because I also enjoyed trying new sport but I honestly don't think I'd be willing to join a club now I'm in my 20s but like I don't know if I'd necessarily join a club of four sports that I've never played before. Okay. Um, because I think in my mind as well, it's a lot easier if you've been growing up, you've been playing mm-hmm. the sport for a while, then you also get that muscle memory and everything. Um, so yeah, it's interesting that you said that you did pick up on, on it. Yeah. I mean, good. I'd probably push back on the muscle memory thing a little bit because I think that most sports, the skills are so transferable mm-hmm. um, that if you've even played at any point, to be honest, we've had people come and play who've never played sport before mm-hmm. and have had no problem picking it up. Yes, their body movements might seem a little awkward at the start, but like, I think a lot of times you can watch someone and then figure out what to do. Like yeah. we're kind of built for movement, you know? Um, but it definitely if you've played any sort of sport before like they it transfers it's very similar I would say um you just need to change it adapt it to the style of play you know mm. which over time happens naturally yeah. yeah yeah that's very interesting I do think it depends on the club I get I get what you're saying like yeah. I don't know if I'd be going to play try go play senior football right now or some things <laughs> you know yeah um but I also think there's so in a lot of sports there's so many different divisions mm. that like lower divisions are nearly a mix of social and competitive you know so mm. um I would say maybe it depends on the sport but I would yeah. say a lot of sports you could easily join a club yeah. And would you even say, like specifically for flag football now as well, um, how are the coaches also with you coming in? And you're also seeing now a lot of people coming in who have never played the mm-hmm. sport before. Um, yeah, how have the coaches been? The coaches, I mean, I can only really speak for my club, but I think it's pretty much the same across the board. Like coaches mm-hmm. are amazing because everyone expects no one to have played before. Yeah, yeah. So we have like we were kind of we're, we're, we started the season now but we had a few months there where there was nearly every week someone new coming down and every time they would be open to going back to basics mm. and like what they would just say to the rest of the team is like basics helps everyone exactly go back yeah. to fundamentals it helps mm. everyone and like you can work on something a bit more advanced while we're doing that mm. um or we'll take time out like the last session on wednesday we had two new girls down and like while there was a scrimmage ongoing I'm not here for the game this weekend so I took them and did a few things with them separately do you know Mm -hmm. so like and and we do that all the time and so yeah like that's the one thing I will say because there's no one expects you to be any good at the sport everyone expects you to be a complete beginner yeah it's kind of the benefit of the sport right now I would say it's the benefit of getting involved now because it's the right time because everyone is a new person you know yeah 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 and I think also like you said like basics are if you look at some of the greatest sports teams in the world their basics Mm -hmm. are amazing Mm -hmm. so always going back to basics is so fundamental for any any sport yeah 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 100 percent yeah yeah so 
America, oh, sorry, wrong question. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Ireland will host the 2023 um, IFAF European Flag Football Championships from the 18th to the 20th of August at the University of Limerick. What do you think this means for Ireland, given that it's also an international tournament? Yeah, I mean, for Ireland to be hosting it is, is huge. They did host it before um, in Belfast, but to get it again, I mean, is, is incredible. They obviously did a pretty good job the first time. I wasn't involved in the sport then, so yeah. I don't know anything about it. Um, but particularly the fact that we're fielding a women's team is mm-hmm. like absolutely massive because this is the first ever time yeah. that a women's team is representing Ireland in the sport. Um, so it's huge. And they're you know, just over a year ago, I honestly thought that that wasn't going to happen. Like they kept mm-hmm. saying that, you know, this is going to happen, but there was three of us down at training, at camp training, um, in playing with the men's national team, just being like, how are we possibly going to field yeah. a team of 12? There's three of us. Um, but to be fair, like to the organization, coaches, every member involved in it, um, a massive amount of like commitment and resources and energy mm-hmm. have gone into it. Um, and this is the first milestone I think in the journey of women in like in flag football um it's not the end of it I would say like it, I'd be very much a watch this space but in general this is a huge moment mm-hmm. um I'm very proud to be involved in it to be honest I think everyone is um but it's absolutely massive for the sport yeah yeah, yeah. so will you um be playing at that tournament as well then? yeah yeah Okay, exciting. Very exciting, (laughs) yeah. Um, And then also because, um, so American Football Ireland is recognized by Sport Ireland and the Federation of Irish Sports, and it's in the process of becoming an associate member of the International Federation of American Football. So how long has flag football actually been in Ireland for? Oh, good question. I actually don't know. Not... I, not relatively long like it's definitely mm. in my lifetime yeah um but I don't know exactly when it would have been formed I I did hear um an old coach of mine talking about when he was in college first forming a team so maybe that was 10 years ago or something I'm not okay. sure um and that would have been new then but I'm not sure so definitely American football so the the tackling version and mm. um, that would have been here first mm. and then flag football would have almost been like the summer sport kind of version of that yeah. like you know the off season, off season whereas yeah. now it's like definitely a sport in itself almost yeah um I mean everyone across the two is knows each other and is encouraging but it's definitely its own entity now so how long that's been I actually don't know yeah, yeah I'm not sure and from what you've shared as well I mean Getting a women's team together has it's literally it seems like a couple of months. It's it yeah. hasn't even been that long. It's been huge. <laughs> yeah, it's been very, very quick. Um there's been there's a lot of women who are gonna be playing with us in August who are very new to the sport and like fair play to them because they have been out like, you know, every evening throwing balls and putting the work in to be at the stage to be able to compete at this yeah. level. Um and also obviously a credit to the coaches. But yeah, it's it's literally been I say we haven't we had our first full squad like well and I say full squad like we we're only allowed to bring 12 but there would have been more of us um I think in May end of okay. April May was wow. the first time so yeah. yeah and there's and a lot has changed since then like I can't believe the progress up until like you know our last camp last weekend um but the yeah a lot of work's been put in we got a lot of female athletes from um a specific we had three events of mixed tournaments where we did put in rules and where you had to have at least two females on and that encouraged loads of clubs to like go out get people in and then we just saw talent that came from other sports mainly Mm. um and the coach went up or said do you want to come down try it for the team and 
obviously people jumped at that opportunity um, and so it's just been a lot of training since then a lot of video watching you know mm. and yeah yeah going again back to basics but having to go very quickly to yeah. to get to an elite level like yeah 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 so then how um how is the team feeling about the upcoming um tournament that's taking place next month yeah um i would say nervous mm. <laughs> for sure um you know this is going to be our first tournament yeah. which is which is quite big i i've played um, at international tournaments with my club before so I kind of know the standard that's there and it's definitely very very good mm. um but I think the ma- honestly I think the main emotion that was pride like the fact to be able to be the first to ever do it and yeah. to be the trailblazer like we keep reiterating that with everyone like you are doing this to pave the way to the mm. girls coming behind us like you know we saw the video of the um first ever Irish women's football team you know doing the guard of honor yeah. for the yeah like that was incredible and we were like mm. all putting it in the group going this could literally be us someday yeah. do you know like give it give it yeah. 20 years or something that'll be us standing out there clapping along a team that we paved the way for it you know mm. so definitely pride um i would say is the biggest emotion but we're nervous like yeah. but look we're gonna go out and like absolutely give it our all and just try our best to represent the country as best we can you know yeah and do you have a, a couple of teens in your team as well or yeah so the in club it's 16 plus mm, um okay. so we have a 16 year old girl playing with us at the moment yeah in the europeans though you have to be 18 okay um yeah so there's there are there's one there's one girl who is 17 i believe she just gone 17 and she would definitely be playing with us should would mm. she be allowed but she'll be there in four years time for sure yeah um yeah so she'll be still training with us we'll be still keeping her in the loop on mm. things but yeah i don't think she's officially allowed you're it's 18 for national yeah, yeah. And for the few like teens that you've seen, the mm-hmm. um, teenage girls who have come in, because um, that's also that age where I think a lot of girls tend yeah. to drop out of sport. Yeah. Um, so what do you, yeah, how do you think they've been um, in finding playing flag football? Um, again, I'd say a lot of the time when they're a bit younger, they're probably a bit more nervous when they first come down, mm. especially coming down to an adult team, you know, because there's no youth teams just yet. Okay. Um, there might be a few clubs who are doing kind of youth combine style mm. things to get people down playing for fun. Um, but youth teams, like that structure isn't in place yet. I'm sure it will be. That's definitely in the plans. Um, but so when they come down, they're coming onto an adult team. So, but so far, I mean, they've, they've all just taken the balls by the horn I would say and they've been pretty incredible and we're very conscious of the fact they're a little bit younger um so we would tend to give any sort of like the coaches would give feedback maybe separate to the group not Mm. in front of people and things like that like you would take a little bit of consideration in but in general to be honest they've been amazing Mm. um it's mainly girls at that age actually that come I don't know if there's many 16 year old I haven't seen many 16 year old boys playing which is interesting interesting. I think maybe that's just been the push for girls like right now people clubs are non-stop advertising for women to come down mm. and play so I think it's probably just that bit of push and maybe girls finding that you know they weren't achieving or feel pressure in other sports and there honestly is no pressure in this sport at all so yeah. um, maybe it's a bit of that yeah no yeah, super exciting and yeah so you've mentioned it's it's still still a growing sport it's still mm-hmm. um, small in Ireland um, but in light of this and thinking around the fact that um, sportswomen don't get that much media coverage as mm-hmm. well um what role do you think content creation plays for female athletes and sports teams? Oh, I think it's huge. Um, I think, I mean, back to the sport Ireland, can see, can't be, you know, mm. when you see role models and you want to be them. And we, I think we've even, we saw it with the, with the football, the Irish football team there, like the amount of girls and their little girls, like mm. three, five-year-olds in their jerseys and then saying, oh, I'm going to play sport and I'm going to go out and do it. And, 
um, you don't get the same from watching males playing sport. <laughs> so you need to see girls. You need yeah. to see it as something that's cool to do. And mm. I think what's nice about emerging sports is that they're not starting on the footing of the male team being any more important than a female, which True. is really nice. Yeah. Like we're, I would even say the the women's, the Irish team has been probably at more promotion than the men's, I would say at this point, because it's been just such a thing that everyone's really conscious of. Yeah. Um, on top of that, like any clubs who are, actually I find football in general to be very graphic like people put loads mm. of um you know there's loads of graphic designers doing things on it for just club teams in general and um, but there'll always be a woman on each of those yeah like graphics if there's more if there's men and women on there together um so people have been really maybe do you know what I'm hoping they're not even conscious and it's just natural to do <laughs> at this point and like it probably is a little bit of that mm. um because again it's new and it came it started in a space when equality was more of a thing right you know yeah yeah Okay, and yeah, so for those who will be listening to this episode as well um, and they want to get involved with mm-hmm. um, flag football, how could they go about doing that? Yeah, so if if they happen to see a club near them, obviously just message the club, they will jump on it, <laughs> especially female. I mean, any gender, but they yeah. will jump on females, <laughs> I can tell you. Yeah. Um, but also can just message the like AFI, the American Football Association, mm-hmm. and they'll put them in touch with... I believe there'll be a list of clubs as well on the website, um, but they put them in touch with the the local club. I mean, if you can find any of my socials, I'll help out as well. <laughs> so I'm happy to... Yeah, there's yeah. clubs everywhere. There's definitely clubs nearby people. Mm. Um, so... So yeah, I mean they'll they'll honestly jump at the opportunity if anyone does want to get involved. I couldn't couldn't encourage them more. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. And as someone who's also played a lot of sports, mm-hmm. many sports, um, why would you encourage younger girls to to get involved in sports? Yeah, I mean, I think that the old cheesy tagline of sports changes lives. I think it genuinely does. Mm-hmm. Um, but. The main benefits, I suppose, to, to playing sports and the reason I would encourage anyone to get involved, putting health and fitness maybe aside, because that's kind of an obvious one, is probably the social and like mental mm. health benefits of it. Yeah. Um, you know, even individual sports all have a team element to them. And, you mm. know, team sports, of course, do. Um, the being able to go down to a training session, like after, be it a hard or a good day, um, and just let the endorphins flow, have fun, see people that you know, you probably would never have crossed paths with otherwise, like from every walk of life and just enjoy being there all for the same purpose towards the same goal. Like it's very hard to replicate that in any other, mm. you know, any other space. Um, I think like the big thing about sport for me is I just find it really encouraging. It's really mm. motivating. Um, sometimes obviously you can feel demotivated if you think you're not doing as well as you should be or something. But, you know, I've never been involved in a team where other people haven't been the first ones to go come on get out of your head like you're you know what I mean we're all just here to have fun and I suppose that like that's it as well like I again besides being now at like an elite level maybe and playing for a national team and even at that to be honest every team I've played for the first goal is have fun Mm -hmm. and it's it's enjoy it the second one is like be organized be committed and then wins come with that right Mm -hmm. like I don't think any player would say the reason they play sport is to win necessarily mm. very few would say that like the reason you play is to have fun to socialize to yep. make friends and um, 
I think particularly for anyone who's like moving county or country or anything it's such a good way to meet people mm. um because you're all there for a common purpose and the reason is not to make friends so there's no pressure on that it just naturally like happens you know mm. um because I do think a lot of a lot of girls drop out at that like 15 and 16 age yeah. and things and they probably played up to that point in school when it was really readily available so it is difficult to make that step to contact a club mm. and go but like I don't think anyone regrets when they do it yeah. do you know um and the other thing I think as well that a lot of what I hear a lot is people going oh I'm not sporty or I haven't played sports in a really long time or well I've never played that sport before um and I, I just you know I, I completely understand the reason they're saying those things but again like no one else has an expectation on you but you mm. so just go have fun that's the main thing of it and look if you're really good at it and you end up going to a high level like that's cool otherwise doesn't matter you know mm. just have fun the only people everyone's looking at themselves they're not looking at everyone else I wouldn't be yeah. worried you know yeah. yeah yeah um and another question I just thought of as well um what would you say is like your favorite um flag football memory that you have my favorite flag football memory um probably like I have a I have a quite a recent one um we were playing the mixed tournaments so that was just in general like very very cool because um there was so many women down that I haven't seen many women in the sport before um but we actually had at the last one the first ever female on female game in mm. Ireland and that was honestly just something so amazing to be involved in and it wasn't just like we were there you know it was kind of a, it was a mix of the um Irish team but also there's there's a load of people playing in the country that have Irish passports so they can't play for the Irish team so there's loads of loads of women playing and um, so it was a mix of all of us together and it was the all the guys on the sideline going absolutely mental <laughs> anytime you did anything good you know um so we were already really excited about it and then to have them so genuinely excited mm. for us like I mean they're all our teammates of course they're going to be but like then for it actually to like have happened it was just it was so cool like yeah it just was a real it was a real kind of insight into the future of what this is going to be like one day mm -hmm. like I can't wait to feel the first women's club team I really can't wait for it and we're on the way because the numbers just keep keep increasing yeah um, like it's a wave that's moving very quickly I would say you know yeah, yeah yeah and would you say that's what excites you the most about the future of flag football? yeah yeah mm -hmm. like I love the sport and I love playing with the guys but playing on a girls team is so much more fun <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's just way it's just a lot more fun you know yeah um when you're playing with all women so the, I would say like it's just so exciting to be involved where in a sport where it's just growing so quickly um, and to be able to be part of encouraging women to play it you know mm. like it's 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 really cool yeah. yeah yeah and why would you say you if I have more fun playing with just the girls and not mixed um I think mixed poses some challenges like mm. as in you know physiologically wise speed wise and things like mm. that like when I play defense I'll kind of step off a lot a little bit because I'm like if he wants to blow by me here he might do it like I mean depending obviously yeah, on their yeah. level right but there's some like elite level players that you're just like there is no hope I'm gonna catch him do you know mm -hmm. um and whereas when you play with all women I think there's that element so obviously just you're all a bit more on a level playing field mm -hmm. um but also I just think it's the like I don't even know what it is it's just women are really fun yeah. <laughs> so I think we just have we just have a lot of fun together yeah. right like um 
I mean, definitely have fun with the guys too, but I think it's just, it's just really nice when it's, I think when you, especially when everyone's used to, so many of the women who are playing a long time now are used to being either the only female or the one of two on their team. So I think it's just really exciting when mm. it's like all of us together and, you know, yeah, yeah. Who would you say are like the top three teams that you'd love to play? <sighs> I mean, love to play. <laughs> um. <laughs> Be most interested in playing. Like, Great Britain are, are going to be incredible. Yeah. Um, they're they're going to be a very, very, very difficult team. Um, their QB, I know, is just, yeah, she, she's unbelievable. Um, and they're just a really well-established team. They mm-hmm. play together a lot. So they, they play, like, as a nearly a club team at international tournaments and things. Um, France as well, only because I've just seen them play. So, again, I saw most of them play across two teams in a final at a tournament that we were at um, in Paris. And... They just, yeah, they, they execute things really, really well. They're really well disciplined. Um, so they'd be the two. I don't know if I'm going to say I would love to play against, <laughs> but, the, but it'll be like the biggest challenge we've ever had. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah and sometimes I find as well um, when it comes to team sports, like if you know that you're going to have a challenging like mm-hmm. competition, sometimes, I don't know, that can sometimes also build that excitement because it's like, I don't know if you can relate. <laughs> yeah, well, everyone loves an underdog. Yeah. And we're the biggest underdog going in this tournament. <laughs> so, I mean, that's the other thing. And like, again, I say that about like, no one expecting anything to you from the sport. No one expects anything from Ireland, Irish women's team, that mm. is, um, in this tournament. And that that's a nice place to be in mm. because we just got to go out and give our best. There's no, again, most of the pressure is going to come from ourselves. Um, so like that's a nice element of it I guess like you know yeah takes the pressure off yeah exactly it does it does yeah yeah okay and then also let's chat a bit about the local league Mm -hmm. so um yeah how does it work exactly um yeah so there's there's the two divisions um so the premier division which would be the top division and then there's division one um and they'd be split into conferences so it's an all Ireland league um and that's all like island of Ireland like that includes Northern Ireland um and you would be in a northern or a southern conference. So you typically see people in your conference twice in the league. Um, you'd see some teams. I don't think you see all teams in the um, other conference, if I remember correctly, from last year. Um, but you'll definitely meet them then come playoffs if, if you mm-hmm. make the playoffs. Um, and it runs this year. Our league is a little bit different because we are having a month break for the international break. Yeah. So we started um, there at the middle of July um, and then we're going to run till the end of October and playoffs being I think start in November this year because um, we have a month break. So usually they would be finished up in October. Yeah. Um, but you have games every Saturday basically and you play two games on okay. that day oh okay um, so there'll yeah. be yeah so there'll be all the teams would be down together so you'd play two games and there's actually two games you could watch as well okay yeah that's actually quite nice yeah. it is because everyone's together the yeah. whole time so like all the teams get to know each other really well because mm. you're not going and the way they've done the league this year is actually really interesting as a measure to include being more inclusive towards women and girls typically loads of teams are playing in fields where as I mentioned before like our home ground doesn't it's a field <laughs> it doesn't have anything <laughs> else but um, so they decided this year to have like central locations to play. So like one of our locations is the National Sports Campus up in Blanchardstown. So it's mm. actually no one's home ground. So whereas mm. before you would have had like you would have hosted a day in your mm. in your home ground. Now they're only hosted in places that have changing facilities. Okay. Um, yeah. So that's like mm. a new and like I'm sure over time they'll go back to home grounds because they'll hope people get facilities. But like mm. right now most clubs wouldn't have the funding for that. Um, so now they're doing it like in central locations so everyone's like down in the one place um, even sometimes both divisions so in yeah. the sports campus like our first 
set of games we had both the premier and division one at the same time so we had loads of teams down it was yeah it's a lot of fun yeah yeah and who would you say is south dublin panthers biggest competition the Cowboys would be our biggest competition. They're who we met in the finals last year. So we're the reigning champs. Okay. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we actually had a pretty uh, like heroic um, come to being the champs. We like won the Division 1, got promoted, and then yeah. won Premier Division the following year. Wow. Yeah, so we did a pretty good job with that. Yeah. Um, so, but yeah, the, the Cowboys are, they're who we met in the finals last year. And I would say this year, they're looking, I mean, we're looking strong. I would mm. be backing us all the, all the way, but uh, they're definitely looking strong as well. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. Awesome. Thanks for tuning in. We hope to see you again for the next episode. Be sure to subscribe to Her Sports social platforms to get the latest women in sports content.